how are you going, Lindsay? Pretty good. No. Pretty amazing right now, actually. Yeah, why are you amazing right now? Ah, we're in Beer Deluxe. I'm in my hoppy place. <laughs> At HopQuest 2020. <laughs> yeah, we've been invited down to HopQuest 2020. I'm just going to adjust my levels. Uh, by the Beer Deluxe team. They've hooked us up with some free tasters, which is nice. Yeah, Thank you, so Lux. kind. Thank you. Um, HopQuest, have you been to HopQuest before? Uh, I came to HopQuest last year. A little bit late in the game, though. By that point, everybody had kind of gone home. Mm. Um, I think I was here at like 6 p.m., so... It's pretty interesting. It seems to be the industry really... Like, the brewers are all here. Yeah. And it's, what, one o'clock in the afternoon and everyone's yeah. here drinking. Everyone's here. It's a beautiful day outside as well. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Um, what are you drinking? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, I'm drinking Stomping Ground. G'day, g'day. G'day. Oh, good, good Australian accent there. Thank you. Thank you You've so much. You've been practicing that? I have been working really hard on it. <laughs> two, two non-Australians. Uh, <laughs> on the official Australia Day weekend yeah. doing a podcast. Happy Australia Day. Yeah, happy Invasion Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a um, Sailor's Grave. Yep. I can't remember what, a, what it's actually. Treaties of Light. Double Dry Hop Brett Farmhouse. Yes, yeah, nice. You really enjoyed it. I Yeah, I really like it. I mean, I'm a Sailor's Grave fangirl, so. It may be a little bit phenolic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just telling you I haven't really been drinking lately, so yeah. it's probably not the right beer to ease yourself into. Um, <laughs> it's a lot going on. Maybe should have gone with the sour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was your initial plan? Well, then I got there and I sort of thought. Stress so I order. Don't, I don't drink a lot of Sailor's Graves beers. Okay. Um, I, just, I think they're a bit thin for me, and I'm certainly in the minority. You love them. You're a big fan. Yeah, big fan. Um, Dave's a big fan, so maybe I'm just wrong. Yeah. Um, maybe. But you know, taste is subjective. We all have different palates. Exactly, and that's part of the fun. Yeah, and, and that's why I got it because it's always fun to try things you don't normally drink. Yeah, I think as I'm drinking a stomping ground beer. Thanks yeah. for saying that. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the music isn't coming through too loud. It's Triple J Hottest 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the background, did you vote on the Hottest 100 this year? No. Neither. You I mean, so I, outraged. I voted in the gaps. Hottest 100. Um, that's also happening today. We can't really talk about it though because no, like. Whatever we say is going to be obsolete by the time yeah, we get Yeah, it doesn't stop. even matter. But um, this year for Ale of a Time, we've done a sweep. Yep. Where we've got some of the patrons and all the hosts to pick a top 10 beers. Yeah. Uh, it's been pretty fun, so Super I don't know. Super fun. Yeah. Well, uh, the the competitiveness is, um, the competitiveness of it is. I'm way too competitive. Time. Like, yeah. I used to do this for my co-workers for Olympics. Olympics? I'd, yeah, so I'd build one for the Olympics and like you had to pick 10 countries. You had a budget to spend, but it went on medal count as well. Oh, that's really intense. And I think I won one year on a count back of medals where someone was disqualified and New Zealand got bumped up to the gold and I ended up winning in oh controversial circumstances. Um, I've never done, I think I've done a bracket one time during like NBA, yeah. but I've never done anything else outside of that because my bracket the year I did it it just ended up really pissing me off and I remember ripping up the paper and throwing <laughs> it um, so I've never done it since then and I think that was about 10 years ago well good luck today <laughs> thank I, um, you I think if this uh, a lot of people have joined, jumped on in outside of the patron one yeah. got one going for the Good Beer Week office as well at the moment oh cool good um, I think maybe next year we'll roll it out a bit wider and get basically pick your top 10 with a yeah. budget um, Put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. Yeah, I think it should be. It should be financial. We should all throw in on it. Yeah, yeah. Get like get big in. Maybe do top twenty instead of just top ten as well. Mm. Because like doing top ten is pretty hard. Top twenty would be harder, I think. Do you think? Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I think it has to be top ten. 
because there's too many beers. It's too much work for me. Okay. <laughs> Unless someone wants to build me a database system, you know, I feel like someone could do it on the on the computer quite easily. Yeah. Uh, on, yeah. the, on the computers. On the computer thing. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not a data person, but my boyfriend happens to do computer stuff. All right, so let's, let's wrangle him in. Like web development, I'm sure he knows how to do it. We'll just <laughs> I think it's a slightly different thing, but I have no idea. Yeah, we'll just yeah. coax him with beer and tell him to figure it out. Lock him in a room. He'll know more than us. <laughs> yeah. Um, how's your week been? Anything exciting? Oh, I don't think so. Been working. I've been working. I started training to brew this week thanks asher um yeah so been on the kit exciting pulling some knobs (laughs) (laughs) opening closing valves yeah you know stuff i know all about it um both the other two out of the time hosts are away this weekend yeah happy birthday tiff happy birthday tiff i think they're doing country victoria stuff yep they're up in bright um so tiff's up in bright i'm not where dave is i don't ask him what I don't know where Dave is. I have no idea where Dave yeah. is. But he's away somewhere as well. Yeah, he's not my co-host. I to, no. <laughs> it's your responsibility to keep track of him. Um, good on them for traveling in regional Victoria. If yeah. you can, please do it. Yeah. Empty Esky. That's em- the hashtag yeah. going around right now, right? Yeah. Um, I've got a story coming up in Good Beer Hunting Monday. Cool. So by the time this is released, you'll be able to see it. Um, chatted to a few different people about the impacts of the bushfires. Um, yeah. Some unexpected impacts out there. Yeah. Um, Maltsters, it's really impacting them with smoke, uh, which no one's really talked about. So, yeah, have a read of that story. It's a long one. Oh, um, I haven't even thought about that. Are we just going to have to live in the age of Rauk beers forever? Yeah, yeah, they're having to pause a lot of malting. Oh, um, shit. Well, I know at least um, Stu Whitecross at Voyager Malt yeah. was saying, yeah. It's a bit of an issue for them. Devastating hops as well. Hop harvest is definitely going to be affected this year. Yeah, by all accounts. HPA are okay, yeah. Um, but Ryefield hops, Ryefield, um, which is really heartbreaking. So I've got a bit of a chat with them in the the article as well. Um, they've essentially lost all their crop for this year, uh, and then new plantings about fifty percent of those. So not ideal. Yeah. Um. All right, that's a lot of sadness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's um. All right, let's put a, a slightly positive <laughs> note. We've got some uh, interviews coming up with a few different people. Yeah, uh, we've I'm got stoked. Jared from Beer Deluxe going to join us. J Red. Um, Jay Red, do you know Jared? Oh, I do know Jay Red. Yeah, I used to work with him. He was a uh, one of my first friends in Melbourne. So, All right. I'm pretty excited. I'll leave that one to you. Then you can chat. Aww. You can reminisce on Mike. Chat him up. <laughs> Compliment his beautiful eyes. Does he have beautiful eyes? He does have beautiful okay. eyes and a really great mullet going on right now. Yeah, I enjoyed his haircut. Yeah, I wanted to get that good. haircut about a year ago, and I can't. It's too late. <laughs> I really encourage you to do it. Uh, I think I'm too old now for a mullet. I don't think so. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, have a break. We'll probably get a new beer yep. in the break and we'll come back with a guest. Yeah, cool. Uh, Chase, how are you going? Going well, Luke. How are you going? I'm great, thanks. Welcome to Isle of a Time. Welcome, Thank Chase. You. Hello, Lindsay. You and Lindsay know nice each other? See you. Yes, all Americans know each other. Um, okay, small so, country. Uh, yeah. Small country. Yeah, there's not Very a lot small of us. country. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's not yeah. a lot of us in the beer industry either. So, <laughs> and we got a band together. Yeah. Uh, Chase, can you tell us where you're from and what do you do? Yes, I am from Other Side Brewing, and I do sales and marketing for the East Coast of Australia. 
And what does the East Coast encompass? Just that so is, uh, we know. Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, and Tasmania. That is a lot of yeah, land to cover. That is, that is a It's massive, like 80% of Australia. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It How is does... A lot. Yes. Well, they have airplanes, so it's... Yeah. Oh, uh, aeroplanes yeah. for my Australian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> is that something that Australians say? Aeroplanes more than airplanes? I was told by a... Um, by a, a dear friend of mine, Reese Lopez, that uh, airplane is not a real term, that it's actually aeroplane, and airplane is just a, one of those vernaculars that kind of slipped through the cracks. Ridiculous. Right. Uh, how big is Other Side? What's been happening? It's, I feel like it's been growing recently. So we're definitely growing pretty rapidly. Um, we've, we've added quite a few new tanks uh, recently as well. Um, so in the last year, we've added probably, I think it's around uh, six 6,000 liter fermenter tanks. Um, so we're going pretty good. Um, and the last year has just seen us really take hold with uh, limited releases and the likes, more small batch experimental stuff, uh, and then grow. We actually grew our core range into six beers uh, back in November. So we're we're definitely taking a, a pretty good hold of the Australian beer market um, in the last probably 14 months um, from when I started. It's it's night and day different as far as what beer we're putting out, how often we're putting it out, and the quality of the beer is as definitely uh, come a long way. And your distortion series as well is always really yes. interesting and exciting to see what you guys are putting yeah. out there. Yeah, so that's the creative release that's coming back yeah. out. So we, it was pilot series, which didn't hold a lot of um, weight with that term as far as what we want to do with it. So it's to advocate uh, Australian artists and give them a platform to get their art and their name out in the beer world. Um, so distortion we had last year was just a dry hop kettle sour. This year we're re-releasing it as a dry hopped peach kettle sour yeah, super um, with excited for dry hopped with galaxy. So it should be pretty delicious, pretty gnarly. Um, kept it sessionable 4.5%, just another summer banger to, to get our mouths around for sure. Cool. Yeah. I had the um, Catalina sour. Oh yeah, what do you think about that one? I had Fijoa and I think the Fijoa maybe was a bit much for me. The Fijoa did take hold pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's an interesting style. Do you know, do you know much about that style? So Caterina is a Brazilian style that the Brazilian brewers kind of banded together and wanted to find, they wanted their own Brazilian style in the beer world and there wasn't one. Mm -hmm. And so they decided uh, what fitted their locality best was a, a fruited um, sour of sorts. So it was basically a Caterina sour brewed elsewhere. So for Australia, New Zealand, obviously we use Fajoa, yeah. more local fruit than, um, so Brazilian brewers will use more local fruits and not from you know the States and stuff like that. So it's pretty much a bit higher ABV as well. I think the Caterina was five, two, five, five, something like that. So a little bit, uh, I guess you could technically call that an imperial and fruited with local fruits. Hmm. Pretty much. So that one was dragon fruit, passion fruit, mango, and fajoa. So a very interesting concoction of mm. fruits. Yeah. Do you know much about that style, Lindsay? No, I don't know. I'm, I actually just learned about that okay. style <laughs> as Chase was talking. Yeah. No I, idea. I know about nothing well. about I, the style. I've done a little bit of research on it, and just yeah. the, it really focuses on intense, intense tropical fruit as kind mm. of a, the hallmark yes. from, from fruit. Makes sense. Um, Do you think I of think 30% wheat, I think, is part of it, or yeah. a high portion of wheat. So quite a big mouthfeel, yeah. lots yeah. of fruit, but really high effervescence. So like a standard sour that's just really punchy fruity with yeah. local fruits, tropical I, fruits? I think yeah. quite a, a bit thicker mouthfeel yeah. and um, more carbonation. I think carbonation is kind of a feature yeah. as well. I think. Yeah, ours is pretty carbonated. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I don't think I got to try that one. So it was. Uh, it's kind of like you know Vegemite. It's a, a hate or a love uh, <laughs> cool. situation. Mom, mom thought it tastes like a wine cooler. So it's is that a good thing or a bad it? thing? Uh, she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess you know what's the equivalent of a wine cooler in Australia? Like uh, a wine cooler. Uh, I think like you an R- R- RTD yeah. or something. Yeah. Or, R- I don't RTD. Know. Um, um, I, like a canned like a gin and alcoholic soft drink. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, they yeah. have like breezes. Like there's vodka yeah. breezes. No, here. but I think right. the, yes. the wine yeah. cooler or something similar was a brand yeah. back in the yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Here, so yes. okay. Sweet. Um, I think it was like, I guess Smirnoff would kind of be those like Smirnoff yeah. RTDs. Yeah. Not like salsa. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereabouts is other side? And like, is there two breweries? So there's just one brewery. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. I guess there is there is another uh, brew kit on at our uh, live music venue. So we're located over in Fremantle, WA, and that's um, our brew house is in Myrie, which is a little bit more industrial area. Um, that's our main production site and a 140 packs brew house uh, tap room. And then we've got a live music venue called Frio Social that's got a 500 liter nano kit built into it. Um, we just call that the brew house or the Frio Social uh, kit. Um, and that's kind of for test batches and things like HopQuest, where we can brew specifically for an event and don't have to hold up a whole tank of 6,000 liters. So we kind of dabble with that. There's a new beer brewed there every week and tapped every Friday. That's fresh for the local drinkers. So that's, oh, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So, you know, get nine, ten kegs out of it. And sometimes that makes their way over here. I'll pull maybe a keg or two for East Coast events. Uh, but mainly that is a Frio Social taproom only beer. Yeah. Uh, how old is Other Side? When did Other Side get started? It has been fully started. I think it was, I think it was the genesis of it was 2016. Yeah, um, cool. The brew house itself is only about a year and a half, uh, almost two years old. So, so the production's really fresh. Uh, we were contract and gypsy brewing before that. Yeah. So we gypsy brewed out of sauce in Merrickville. And that was while we were raising money to build an actual yeah, right. production site. So that was just definitely an accidental thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm drinking your uh, the other side, Jocks, double IPA. Why is it called Jocks? Just <laughs> out of curiosity. So there's two names floating around. It was Jocks and there was West Coast Juicy. Jock is a, a friend of the brewer's who um, has ties with one of their favorite venues that they, they service over there in Fremantle yeah. um, called Who's Your Mama? And that play, uh, they did a, invited some of those employees to come brew a beer together with them. And that was just happened to be the same uh, time that we were brewing this. So just brewed it all as one kind of big collaborative brew. Um, so it's Jock's, Jock's IPA for Jock. Yeah. Yeah, which is a mate. Light bodied, like it still has that really rich, like, resinous piney character going on with it a little bit oh just it smells the, amazing i really reason, like it. yeah we uh the, the brew team's awesome at just very hop forward styles yeah, like that's really where good. they really come to shine any any ipa limited we've put out is always well received um probably more so than any of our other beers our headliner double ipa was the first in our creative release that supports local artists and that was just a classic west coast double this one, they wanted to play around the Lotus Hop, which has more like strawberry and candy kind of flavors to it, along with Mosaic, which has, um, you know, as everyone knows, Mosaic, a bit more stone fruit, um, but can also have some dank qualities. So just wanted to scratch that, that dankness, um, that itch for dankness in the middle of our haze craze here. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the dankness. Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't <laughs> like the word dank. Uh, it's an awful, People are awful caught off word. guard for that. Yeah. Why is it an awful word? <laughs> I mean, 
because of like, marijuanas. Well, yeah, like it represents what? the, the, the broiest marijuana uh, side, the broiest uh, side of weed, like that dank yeah. bud. Which is a, a cousin plant of hops, so yeah, I mean, yeah. it fits it, that. It makes sense, but also like but, yeah. the, a dank cave is a gross... Like <laughs> yeah. it's a, oh, oh yeah. like moldy dank. Yeah. And, and that's where dank weed like comes a, from is that yeah, sticky true. that's true flavor. sticky icky yeah, yeah. and okay. then like yeah. translating that to beer it's just like oh that's a mm. well beer's know. sticky yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't I don't love it but I get hang ups about lots so of weird so we just learned <laughs> to not say dank around oh no are we, are we killing dank in 2020 <laughs> we're, we're killing, thanks all the time we're killing dank in 2020 <laughs> we're killing Let a lot of things known. in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> so what's shaping up for 2020 for other side so 2020 is going to see us um, just getting a bit more limited releases out there. Um, just kind of catering to what trendy beer styles are going around and really just to, to get the brew team to a really awesome place where they enjoy brewing everything and they just they like to they like to challenge, you know, so Nipahs and stuff like that are awesome beers and delicious to drink and they're fun to brew. So it's just something we will probably get into that. Um, but we also um, will have some pastry stouts and heaps more kettle sours and that kind of stuff come out. Uh, but we'll focus a lot more of our creative releases as well, which is part of our Tap by Other Side um, creative grants program. So that's to really advocate to give money back to the art community and, well, really just any creative person. So uh, we've, we've given out just tens of thousands of dollars in the past for that. We've got a lot more to give away this year. So drinking Other Side beer does... Um, support artists uh, in that way where we put, awesome. yeah it's pretty cool so um, every time we release a beer which Distortion comes out Feb 7 uh, we'll open up submissions for the next beer uh, right around that time give or take a couple weeks so anyone who's an Australian artist can submit uh, to that and if you're chosen by the people over in WA on the on the panel, it's like someone from Art Gallery WA, someone from Other Side Marketing, and one other person I forget from the art world. But they actually do like legitimate um, panel discussions on it and choose what fits the best. And then that artist gets rewarded with a thousand dollars and their art on cans all over the country. Man, so I love it's that. pretty pretty cool um, little package you could win as an artist and just um, work with other side in the future hopefully on other types of artistic avenues and just really overcome that monetary you know challenge of being an artist yeah so. that's so cool where do people find information about that so you go to our website there's a tapped by other side um, header on the top there and it will tell you the breakdown uh, give you the all the past winners um, what's coming out soon and, and the artist we chose for distortion Tom Cleave and then uh, submissions will open next for Sabbath, which will be our pastry stop. For Sweet. Sabbath? Yeah, it's Isn't delicious. The day Sabbath or the beer? Is <laughs> <laughs> the beer Sabbath? Okay. So, it's like what? Just yeah. an awesome pastry style, like American stout base. Uh, last year we did uh, hazelnut coffee chocolate. It was yep. very well received. Um, it was actually one of the first beers we brewed extra batches of by demand, um, which was really cool. So hopefully this year we'll keep it as a Sabbath pastry stout, but it will be a different um, recipe. So it'll be something to look forward to and a different artist. Awesome. Sweet. Any more questions from you? Ah. Ah. No, <laughs> I'm just, I'm. Lindsay's pouring that. water for our, I'm pouring water. I'm for our listeners who can't see the glasses that we're, Everybody yes, I'll take hydrate. some water as well. Yes, please. Yeah, stay hydrated. You have no choice. <laughs> um, yeah, have you guys had any any picks so far of the litter here, or are you just getting started? Uh, just, just getting, getting started. started. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed your other side. I really enjoyed yeah. the Blackmans that I just had. 
Yeah, mm. I haven't even mm-hmm. tried the Blackman's or um, what was the other one that we have on the table right now? That is the Hargrave's right. uh, new Pursuit of Happiness right. launch they just did. Right, 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 right. Well, Chase, we'll let you go enjoy the sunshine, enjoy some more beers. Yeah, thank um, you guys. Really appreciate you coming on. Maybe we'll catch Absolutely. up for a longer chat sometime. Would love it. Yeah, uh, big fans. So awesome. Keep it up. Natural. All right. Hey, Jared. How we going, guys? J-Rad. Yeah. You two know each other? We do. Yeah. I know Lindsay, yeah. We're a yeah. Tappy, tappy yeah. crew. Yeah. Stomping crew. Yeah. By the way, Chase also st- started at Stomping Grounds. So yeah, this right. This is like... Yeah. This is right. an incestuous <laughs> tweet <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I invited Lindsay on. You're like the thin end of the wedge. Yeah. yeah. And now there's just Stomping <laughs> Ground people <laughs> every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Jared, who are you? What do you do? Um, so I do all the beer. I, I do sorry, all the beer, beer deluxe, I guess. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I curate the taps. That's the job here. Uh, organize all the beer events and yeah, try and put exciting beers on the taps for all the punters. Obviously, I uh, quite enjoy doing that, so it's not a very difficult job. Beer deluxe is a mm-hmm. kind of an interesting venue in terms of it's in the middle of the city for a start. Um, yep. There's a lot of taps there. How many taps do you have? We currently have. Uh, 38 different beers pouring, um, but we have up to 85 taps. Yeah, up right. Up to 85 taps. Yep. You have the capacity to do it, 85 different taps. Yes, we do in obviously have some uh, some agreements in place with our yeah. taps, but yeah, we generally have in between 35 beers to 30 to 35 beers on at any one time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But if, say, one day something happens, well, let's say if you come here uh, on the opening <laughs> night of Good Beer Week yeah. on the Friday, then you'll see every tap has something different on it. That's pretty exciting, yeah. isn't it? Oh, really? Is that that's, happening? That's a logistical nightmare. Well, it was last year, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's something I, I feel like I should know, but. Yeah. Did you come down <laughs> to now the you know. opening party? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, it's my job to be here. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, yeah. it was uh, Yeah. It was, it was. was quite a fun night. Um, it was a very long day for myself, but yeah, there was lots of cool cool beers pouring, and um, that's, the, that's the best time of the year here anyway, because we get the most freedom we have to put whatever we want on the taps. So, um, yeah, we just go crazy with it. Opening night is, uh, yeah, where we try and just wow. Yeah. So, Beer Deluxe, you, me- you mentioned con- contracts. Um, yep. I think there's a view of Beer Deluxe as being probably not a super craft beer venue. Um, yeah, yep, I feel that. Yeah. Um, so, I guess... Can you, yeah, can you sort of talk through yeah, your role here yeah, and, and what absolutely. you're doing? So, I mean... Before I got the gig here, I've been here for nearly two years now, um, that was probably my opinion as well. I didn't really know too much about Beer Deluxe, CBD venue, and I thought, oh, one of these venues in the CBD that I didn't really want to pay too much attention to, but I've spent particularly the last 18 months really trying to change that perception, try and get our fingers back in, in the pies with like all the hottest breweries and, and pick up our beer events and fill out our calendar so that we're really doing what the venue like they should be doing because yes we do have I guess um, contractual agreements um, but we also have 50% of our taps of craft taps and we have you know 30 to 35 taps at any one time yeah. um, you know you're at least you're at least going to see half of those taps always going to be rotating craft taps craft independent and you guys get a lot of volume here as well correct yeah. like you have massive volume being yeah, in absolutely. the location like that you are CBD venue we're on the corner of the sports precinct I mean we just absolutely get crucified from the other end of the market if we didn't pour, you know, the CDs and the furpies and things like that. Um, and then we get crucified if we don't pour, you know, your dram jets and things like that. So we do it both. 
we do both. Yeah. How is it having, because you have some pretty extreme beers, um, mm-hmm. and a day like this, you know, in Melbourne it's a long weekend, there's yep. tennis on, there's a lot of people around. Yep. You've got pretty much a takeover of... Yeah, I think I was looking for a low ABV beer at the start of the day, <laughs> yeah. and I, I did see a four point something percent, but everything's up around six yeah. seven. So that was kind of the idea this year. So I guess a bit of context to the event. Hopquest, this is the fourth uh, edition. This is the second year that I've been heading it, and I've grown it. So the first year there was ten breweries. Um, in the second year there might have been 12 or 13 breweries and then we went to 20 now we're at 25 a couple dropped out this year which is unfortunate but it always happens um, and it just started as a way that we just wanted to drink beer with our favorite brewers yeah. um, so that's kind of the mantra that we've tried to grow with the event and it's sort of taken off and yes last year I didn't cap the field at like uh, essentially what what the price was on the kegs and we got some pretty ridiculous things coming in <laughs> and a lot of high ABV the ABV beers and um, this year it's a really good spread I'm super happy with it um, sort of encouraged the guys to get creative without making a double IPA yeah um, and so I'm super happy with the field this year yeah yeah I mean nothing's in like the 4% range really but then nothing's really yeah. above 9 yeah no, no 12% so. there's no there's yeah, no, there's 9, no, 12, no. no triples this yeah, year which, yeah. um, which is a relief because yeah. There's also Last some diverse rough. brewers in there, yeah. Dollar Bill, Saddles yeah. Grave, we yeah. talked about. Well, that was the thing too, yeah, because we started off with hops, right? And that was one of the things that I addressed straight away. I was like, well, you know, as long as it's hop forward, I really don't care what the base is. And I really like, you know, the guys from Dollar Bill, like Ed and Fear Legends, um, Chris from Saddles Grave. And I was like, you know what? Just because he styles a farmhouse um, doesn't mean they can't be entered into a hop um, forward event. And yeah. so they were super keen to get on board. So I was super happy with that. Um, and you know, their beers taste amazing. I don't know if you've tried them yet, but yeah. And you guys did ticket sales this year, right? D- yeah. Had you done that last year? How were the ticket sales coming into it? So, this was a bit of a trial, um, yeah. the ticket sales this year. Um, it really was just to see, because it would be great, in my opinion, if we could make an event similar to the gala. Um, so, yeah, it was just to sorry, see. Sorry, no, no longer called the Garden. Sorry, sorry, the, the Indie, 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 indie Beer Showcase. Indie Beer Showcase, uh, March sorry. March 21st here at uh, Federation Center in Bedlux. Plug. Yep. It's going to be great. This whole episode, given a plug for that. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be great. We'll have some really good beers on for that, for awesome. the opening party for that as well, which will be great. Um, that's always a good time of year as well. Um, but, yeah, ticket sales, that was, I mean, just something that we thought we'd try and see how it goes. So, yeah. obviously, it's still a free event. Um, we're going to keep it as a free event. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the ticket sales were just sort of, sort of a bit of a value pack. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's great. You know, yeah. you get a food item, you get 10 tasters and one full beer. Yeah. And just trying to make it a little bit more structured and a little bit more palatable for people who don't know what it is. Yeah, of um, course. But yeah, it also works for you guys, well. right? Knowing yeah, well, you having can, X amount of people coming. Yeah, an you, idea. Can try, you can keep track on like who's coming through the door as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, pouring. I guess back to the, the question, which I think we got sidetracked. But yep. you know, having people come in that are just in town for the tennis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They know they might like Asahi or Peroni or, yep. or whatever. Yep. And they get this wall of confusing taps. Yeah. How do you? What do you tell your staff to do? How do you navigate it? Well, we try, obviously we accommodate for the sports crowd and part of that means that we have to pour beers that they want to drink. Um, we don't stock Coronas or any of those sorts of things, so if people want that sort of beer, they want the Asahi, like we push them to 
first and foremost the beers like the Jetty Road Draft or um, like Dee's Draft or something like that, Hop Nation Organic Lagers, try and get them onto something a little bit more interesting. If they absolutely don't want to go for that, you know, we have Carlton Draft. Which they'll also get at the tennis because as of right now, Australian Open is not serving craft beer. Really? They never have. Nope. Oh, they had Coopers, depending on where you land on Coopers, but they had Coopers a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, It is what it is, a big event, right? I'm just calling out Australian sports teams and sports events in general. We need to start getting more craft beer in there. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Support yeah. more. There's a lot of hurdles to get through. There's definitely a lot of hurdles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, so what's happening in the next few months then for you guys? So over the next few months, we're looking, obviously we're ramping up for a good beer week, which is May. So we've got a few uh, guest beer dinners in the works. Um, what else? We've got a couple of launch parties. Um, we've got a refurb going on downstairs, which um, is in April. So we're hoping a relaunch for the downstairs as well. Cool. So um, because the, the upstairs yeah. was refurbed this time yeah. last year, roughly. Yeah. So yeah. for and May, it's a lot nicer yeah. uh, than it was. Like yeah. doing the Good Beer Week um, trade sessions up here. I spent yeah. a lot of time up here. Yeah. And so nice up here. Yeah. There's well, that was the idea light. was to activate the space, and when we sat down and. So I said, what are we going to do with it? I was thinking, well, this is going to be where we showcase our beer dinners. This is where we showcase the power of the taps that we can put on, you know. We've got 220 fonts there. So you've got 40 taps just sitting behind us. um, And they can be entirely different if they want. Um, Or, you know, we can do keep house beers on and put 20 other taps right next to them. Um, So it's really flexible up here. And the space is huge. Like, this is a 1,200 person area. Yeah, it's really um, nice. It's for that many. So, yeah, it's open onto the back of the square. So I was just really trying to activate it in as many ways as possible. Because the back of the square is kind of a, a weird yeah, space. It's, like, it's never I really that it's kind of taken off. And I, I didn't know like it was an, there. You didn't know it was there? Until today. Because right. I came up here and I was like, where does that go? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so we have that whole space all the way out the back there. Yeah, I had no uh, idea. Inside, down, and all the way out the front. So, yeah. It's interesting. Like, cause, yeah, it's something going to Acme a lot and seeing movies from that side you, you kind of always wanted something up here that you know the, the cafe at Acme was fine yeah but yeah having a space like this up here is, yeah. is nice well we did trial the cafe up here but it just sort of wasn't working yeah, um, yeah. So you had a burger bar up here as well didn't you yeah before the renovations it was a burger bar um, and I think that's just been a bit played out so yeah now it's just a big open beer garden space at the yeah. back of the square that we're trying to advertise that it's at the back of the square, you know. Yeah. And how does it work? Uh, does it fill up now? Now that people know that it's here? Uh, it's been quite good over summer, and obviously with the tennis now, it's um, it's super busy because you've got people wandering around. Um, but we activated a lot for bookings, so if someone wants to have their thirtieth birthday or I don't know, book a space, this is a space that you can book and have also exclusive. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Mm. I don't have any more questions. Lindsay, you got anything? No, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to say about Hot Quest and also just Beer Deluxe moving forward? What you're personally, as the beer human that's here, human. the man man of the yeah. beer, yeah, um, yeah. What, are, what are you kind of hoping to achieve with this venue moving forward? Well, I guess, like I said earlier, the last sort of 18 months, we've just been trying to um, wake people up as to what yeah. we're actually doing here at Beer Deluxe. I think the venue got quite sleepy for a little for a little while, and um, outside of Good Beer Week, people who didn't come to Good Beer Week didn't really know what was going on. Um, and yeah, 
we're just trying to pour good beers and drink beer with good people and the first part to doing that is inviting people down doing dinners doing events like today um, like I said it started off as just wanting to have beer with the brewers the breweries that we liked yeah. and um, you know now people sort of send me emails and they're like hey can we come down this year and I'm just like yeah absolutely you know, what, what beer you want to enter in the field yep that sounds great can't wait to have a beer with you which is what I'll be doing after this yeah great yeah. little venue in the city mm. I've yeah. always been a fan of Beer Deluxe um, yeah when my girlfriend worked in Richmond and I worked in North Melbourne this was like mm. perfect, perfect meeting perfect point meeting, meeting point yeah nice uh, and there's certainly times when the beers weren't so flash um, you know yep. Off and on over the years, it's been probably yep. ten years that I've been coming here, and yeah, um, yeah, the last few times have been great. And the last yep. hop quest I came to was awesome, mm. so yeah. I'm excited to be yeah. here again. Well, yeah. the great thing about um, the Beer Deluxe group is that we have an incredible seller. So sometimes the beers aren't that good because we need to do whatever we need to do, and we've always got that reserve downstairs that we can pull out and put back on all the time. Um, so you know, being a, I guess a venue that sort of caters for both demographics, the super crafty and the not so craft inclined. Um, you have to skew your taps depending on what you're looking to do that weekend and yeah. that week. And who's going to be in town. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Jared, thanks so much for your time. No, really thanks for having it. me, guys. I appreciate it and hope you guys try all the beers and have okay. a good day. Awesome. Cheers, Legend. Buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Blake, how are you going? I'm awesome, thanks. Awesome. Happy Australia Day and Hop Quest and all the... I'll Happy get, Hop Quest. I'll get you to just lift your microphone up a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's going to be better. Good. I have to be sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kitty Road Brewery. Yes, down on the Moines Peninsula. Can you tell me about uh, what you do there and uh, what the brewery is? I'm one of the founding owners of Jetty Road and also head brewer. If you like the beer, if you don't like the beer, I've... Just, You're just an owner. Just, yeah, I'm just a guy. <laughs> um, so I've been had the venue open for a couple of years, selling beer sort of for about three years, and um, yeah, hopefully in the next 12 months we sort of start to spend a bit more time with like you guys and get out there and talk about it. So, yeah, cool. how did you come to own and brew at a brewery? Um, I was a 15-year-old apprentice cabinet maker, and my boss, who is also a the original owner, Simon Weir, owned a cabinet making business. We home brewed together on the weekends because I couldn't buy it, so I thought I'd make it. And um, it just kind of became an obsession. We built uh, built the bar at Moynton Peninsula Brewery at Watt Road. Okay. Um, and I got to know AG and Matt Beebe and yeah, then yep. just kind of pushed my way into helping out there and, and then somehow ended up here <laughs> making beer and people drink it, thank God. How big is Kitty Road? Uh, so we have a 200-head restaurant, a full kitchen with a 22-tap bar, um, wow. wines from the peninsula and spirits. We've got a 25-heck brew house and um, just installing some new tanks now. So hopefully it takes our capacity to about 800,000 litres a year um, and we'll grow into that hopefully over the next sort of 12 to 18 months. So 25 hecks, how many fermenters? At the moment we've got 350-heck fermenters and 25. Okay. We've just got uh, uh, three 100-heck tanks on the water at the moment, so yeah, increase cool. capacity a bit. Mostly over the bar? Uh, no, we've got, I think, somewhere about a thousand different locations, um, mostly up the east coast, selling our beer. So Yeah, and you guys do cans. 
canned, yes. yeah, yep. exclusively canned. Sweet. It's better for the environment and better for the beer. So, Absolutely. Um, and you have your own canning line, or are you doing mobile well, canning line? That's on the way as well. Sweet. So, um, oh, how exciting for you. I know, it's going to be it's a, a busy year. Yeah. I've also got another venue opening up in South Melbourne as well. So. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. that. I knew a lot of more than you can chew and chew like buggery. Yeah. <laughs> and chew like a what? Buggery. All right. It's usually another it's lost word, on you, Flinty. Yep, lost on me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the venue going to look like? Is it a brew house or is it just a? It's so obviously down in Dramana, where predominantly like we've got a production brew down there, twenty five heck, and then the tap room and restaurant. This is more a restaurant event space focus, mm-hmm. uh, with a small five hundred liter brew house going in, and um, that's kind of to service that venue, give it something different that you can only get in South Melbourne and then obviously down in Jetty Road we've got the big brewery and um, nice brick wall with a glass window showing into it and you can kind of come down and have full lunch and and admire the brewers fishbowl syndrome I call it <laughs> what's it like because you'd, you'd get that as well people we have stomping ground, stomping ground yeah. Yeah. yeah is it weird it's, uh, it's weird it's for me I don't yeah know. <laughs> it's it's different yeah um, some days I wish I had just like a, a mirror um, lens on the other side, so I couldn't yeah. see anything going on. But then, like, if I'm picking my nose or something, you yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> I sing and talk to myself a lot, which is a problem. Like, sometimes I'm waiting for something and I'm just like dancing a little bit, and then I'm like, ah, there's yeah, everyone's looking. someone yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay, it's good. Um, what's the ETA on the South Melbourne venue? Uh, Mid year, so we're, we're hoping sort of end of July. Okay, where, where in South Melbourne? Market Street. Okay, so we're just back on the South Melbourne market. You don't know that either? I don't know. Yeah, it's like, oh, you do know South Melbourne Lins, but no. Well, I have an idea. It's kind of over it's there. It's south of Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the south of Melbourne, yeah. and it's not on east the Melbourne, other side of the Yara. <laughs> yeah. Compared to where downtown it's like is. The, it's like the yeah. exact opposite of North Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great location. Yeah. Because then you'll be close by... Um, ah, Hats and Tats. Well, yeah, Hats and Tats. And then what Colonial. What a great bar. Colonial. And then da-da-da-da-da. American guy, come on. Oh, he's Westside, over there as well. Westside yes, Alworks. Westside Alworks. Yeah. He's over there. How yeah. good. That's yeah. great. Nice to see that area. Yeah. Growing. Yeah, so cool. Should be good fun. Um, what beer, what's the beer you've got for HopQuest? Uh, Australian yeah. IPA. So it's um, all Aussie ingredients, uh, Australian Cooper's Pale Malt, Rolled Wheat, and Enigma, Big Secret, and Galaxy is the hops. I like it. Um, and it's named after Warney. Not anymore. Oh, really? Why not? I. Uh, it's. It that, was. It, a, it was inspiration of Warney. Okay. What What about Warney inspires a, an IPA? Uh, it's just an Aussie icon. Okay. <laughs> Aussie icon, all Australian hops, Australia, Daish. Because he, he used to have a beer. He had yeah. a beer with Mowat. Um, I think it was ninety nine not out. Um, it wasn't very successful. That's why. No one's ever heard of it. Um, so how, how do you plan on then rolling out over the next 12 months you want to kind of expand things what's the what's the vision oh, so we just want to obviously keep making beer that people love obviously second venue coming online and um, just keep growing obviously the brand but also some new interesting beers we've sort of been able to over the last couple of months start releasing some um, different release beers smaller limited releases um, labelled cans and we've done obviously blueberry sour I think you said you've tried yeah, yep. done a pineapple sour mango IPA 
how do those beers go in your part of the world? Because I imagine it's fairly touristy, um, people that might not know what a sour is. How does it Tap work? Taproom does great. Um, it's good, I think. Like, our staff and everyone at the venue are awesome at, I guess, allowing people to try new beers and encouraging them to try something new. In terms of um, selling to venues and things around the peninsula, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, it's definitely more up in the city where we can um, send our limited releases. I've heard from venues around sort of similar parts of the world that if you have cans, none of the local wineries will take your beer because they don't want beer in cans. Is that an issue with you? Um, yes and no. I think there's certain wineries that obviously would prefer, prefer to say glass, um, but we've had some really good relationship with wineries, golf courses, all that sort of stuff up in the up in the peninsula. So. Are you doing any having so many wineries close by and being friends? Are you doing any barrel things? Are you are you looking to uh, do that? What's going on there? I haven't done anything with a winery yet. Okay. I've got some beer in barrel from a rum distillery that's two doors down from us. Cool. So that's an Imperial Stout. Um, they're actually ex bourbon barrels. I'm going to do stout and then pass them back to him. He put a rum in it and then yeah. pass them back to me. What's the rum distillery? I didn't realize yeah. there was one. Jimmy Rum. He's uh, Fairly, fairly new. They've opened up. JR and JR, like yeah, two yeah. doors apart, yeah. which is kind of funny. And then we've Aww. got Cidery, three doors up from us. And um, then Gluten-Free Brewery, um, two bays up yeah, around the corner. Bays. And then Gin Distillery, all in the same estate. So you can walk around, get hammered, and then walk to the uh, coffee roaster next door and sober up. Drink responsibly, everyone. Yep. <laughs> Don't get and hammered. And coffee definitely sobers you up. <laughs> well... Stay hydrated out there. At least helps next morning. My mom says that. She's always like, if you get too drunk and you need to drive, just have a few cups of coffee. Okay, this is in the southern part of the United States. I do need to (laughs) preface that. But she is convinced that that's all you have to do to sober up. Just drink some coffee. That's not how it works. I know. Um, (laughs) And what's the gin distillery? Sorry? What's the gin distillery? Gin distillery is Bass and Flinders. Oh, of course. They've been yeah, right. Red Hill for years, and they've moved down just for a little bit more space, and yeah, they're walking distance. Because so. they're like an OG yep. distillery. They've been around for a while, haven't they? Yep. And they Seem- make some great gins. Seems yeah. like a lot of opportunities for you as far as collaborations go, and yeah, like absolutely. really highlighting that part of the peninsula, especially. Um, yeah. Uh, for instance, uh, Bass and Flinders do a great cognac, so mm-hmm. we've talked about doing a cognac sort of barrel share as well. Cool. Um, and then obviously there's um, Trofeo Estate. They um, do a lot of their wines in, what's it called? Amphora? Clay oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've had a couple of chats to them about that sort of stuff over the next 12 months. Yeah, so cool. Once the new tanks are in, it takes a little bit of pressure off production and gets us a little bit more creative again. So Yeah, how fun. I've heard Amphora are challenging. I, well, they impart... With my understanding, they part quite a lot more flavour than people might realise. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'd like, I'm fascinated by them. It'll be an interesting project. Yeah. It's something that would just be fun. It's always nice to just try and expand a knowledge base. Whether something works or not, there's always something to learn from it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a thing that I, I've heard is challenging. I've had a couple of beers from Amphora and they've been some good, some not so good. Yep. But... Every time I see one, I'm like, or hear about one, I'm like, I want to drink that. I want yeah. to learn. I want to it's know. Something, it's something new, and I think that's the industry we're in. Um, there is a lot of great beers out there, but when there's something new on the market, new on the table, you kind of want, you gravitate towards it because it's there's so much expression in beer, and there's so many different options. That why wouldn't you try the new thing? Yeah. You don't. It's not for everyone, and you don't have to like everything, but at least try. 
Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Anything you want to finish up on, Leland? No, I'm excited to see where you guys go. This is, Thank this is exciting yeah. stuff. I think, I, I think we need to take a trip down there. Um, and drink some rum, drink some gin, and of course some That'd beer. Be great and to then have, you down. have coffee and sober up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drive home. <laughs> not not sober up, but just coffee to wake up. Wake oh, up right, 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 right. Drink responsibly. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> Blake, it's been a pleasure having you on, uh, and uh, hopefully we can get you on uh, in maybe another twelve months and find out where you're at. Hopefully, yeah. come down to the venue or around in South Melbourne when we open up and yeah. show you around. Awesome. Can't wait. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thank Cheers. you. Uh, we have got the Bonehead crew, not the Boneyard crew, Bonehead no, crew. Definitely not the Boneyard crew. Uh, we can't. You missed that whole conversation, Lindsay. I did, but and, I, and, and the listeners did too. So it's a pointless even bringing it up. <laughs> I'm um, thinking of a cheer that involves "Welcome to the Boneyard." It's a different thing. Nope. Yeah, yeah. it's a different thing. No, uh, Trev a, and Anthony. Yeah. Not Trev. Not Trev. Not Trevor. Trav. Or All right. Trav. Yeah. How are you guys? Good. Good. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, stoked to be here, man. It's been a long time coming. I think Anthony, I met you when you just as you first opened yeah. and said, yeah, we need to come down and have a chat and just, it's never really worked out. Um, well, it's our second birthday today, so it's good timing. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks so much. How are the two years gone? So you got a, a small brew pub in um, Kensington here in Melbourne. Yep. How have those two years gone? Really quickly. Um, really, really quickly. I mean, Hanth was fighting it out himself for the first 12 months-ish. Um, before I quit my day job and joined the team. Um, sort of been in the background during that time. But it's been a whirlwind, yeah. Um, you know, you keep getting Facebook posts popping up saying this happened 12 months ago. It's like, really, that was 12 months ago? Um, so yeah, first year's been ace. Um, yeah. Last six months have been ridiculously hectic for us. We've had a bit of an expansion and uh, hit the wholesale market pretty heavily in the last six months. and. Well, as heavily as we could. I mean, we yeah. had we had four 10-heck tanks. Um, we were turning those so quickly that we we're running out of beer weekly, letting people down. So that's um, not a bad problem to have. I mean, yeah. it is, but it's not. It it's wouldn't good. be bad. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad problem to In have demand. if we had like you know, I don't know, 10 40-liter ta- 40 heck tanks. But yeah, with with four 10 hecks, it's not not great. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we've just we've just thrown some new tanks in. Um, so we've effectively tripled our capacity, um, and we're yeah onward and upward, commissioning those this week. So awesome. it's our little second little second birthday present to ourselves. <laughs> How would you describe Bonehead? Uh, you can take this. No, no, Seeing just stumbling I'm, away. I'm completely blank on that. You know what, Bonehead? <laughs> honestly, Bonehead. Bonehead is is kind of an it's as the name suggests. It's a little bit it's a little bit silly. Um, it's two mates that have, were home brewing for. Over a decade, or about a decade, um, they saw this industry pop up around them, and always kicked themselves for not throwing their hat in the ring. Um, so it was this this reference to us being boneheads for not doing it sooner, um, but also the fact that we're really making it up as we well for a long time we were making it up as we were going along, um, and yeah, bonehead sort of gave us a bit of a creative license to do that. Um, and do it admittedly, I suppose. But yeah, it's 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 at every at every time we've made it up as it's gone along, it's kind of worked out for us. So, yeah. uh, what's your hop quest beer? Uh, we've got uh, the third incarnation of our Day Zero, mm. our triple dry hop Nipa, which really had its roots from a trip to, that Travis and I did to Argentina back in uh, late May yeah, last just year. Just after just after Good Beer Week last year. Yeah. 
how does that have its roots in Argentina? What, yeah, what do you what, take away from Argentina? Triple dry hopping doesn't seem like a thing they aggressively do in Argentina, it's, it's, is it? So we, we took part in, we've got some good friends over there that own a brewery called Dos Dingos uh, over in uh, Buenos Aires, and they invited us to a festival, the Extreme Beer Festival over in Buenos Aires. Ah, now we're getting there. And while we're over there, we met some really cool breweries from around the world. Well, the, the mandate for this Extreme Beer Festival was that it had to be, sour, it had to be uh, a sour, it had to be barrel-aged, or it had to have 30 grams no, per 20, litre? 20, I think, was 20, the minimum. Right? Okay, minimum in, uh, grams per litre in terms, of, in terms of dry hop, yeah. So they had to be big beers. Um, so what they did is it attracted some of the best breweries in the world, and we kind of just and us. out. <laughs> like we had no idea we were there uh, what was going on until we got there, I suppose. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so we, we got to hang out some, with some pretty cool breweries. Uh, KCBC from New York. Yeah. And from Brooklyn. Yeah. Which their specialty is big neepers. Yeah, bold big neepers. And we learned a few techniques from them and sort of ran with it when we got back home and it worked. Yeah, so we kind of like, we're speaking to a couple of brewers there during another collab uh, that we were just sort of hanging out at the Dos Dingos and doing with the guys. And um, just picking their brain, Anth was actually out the back making the beer that the collab was, was going on with, just giving the, the Dos Dingos guys a bit of a hand. So at the front picking their brain and like we were doing a lot of the same things, um, but they were just doing a couple of things a little bit differently. So Day Zero, the inspiration for Day Zero sort of came from there. And the name comes from this, from the first dry hop, which is done at Day Zero. So yeah. where, you know, hops in the tank, wort in the tank, yeast in the tank, Day Zero fermentation, that's where it comes from. So it just really gives it that, I suppose, big juicy or the, the big haze, which is the carrier for the juice. What, are, what hops are in that? Uh, Amarillo mm. is our base hop for all our Day Zeros. Sorry, I'm waving to Lindsay. Can I taste those? Oh. Uh, that's the Akasha. Yeah, so, so we use we, we use Amarillo as our base hop for all the all the day zeros, mm. and on on this batch the specialty hops, so to, so to call them, are Equinaut and Cashmere. Yeah. Cashmere. So we we um we basically just rotate the hops every time we do it. Uh, so the idea is that the really the base beer is the same. Um, so the protein levels are the same. We know what that is. Um, the hop procedure is the same. The yeast is the same. And Amarillo is our you know, it's our anchor. Anchor. Early whirl, early whirlpool hop, or whirlpool mm. hop or you know, whatever goes in very, very early in the dry hop. And then we kind of have a couple of hero hops that are either, you know, new release or experimental hops. In this case Usually we Usually something we haven't ever played played yeah. around with before. Yeah, exactly. So Yeah, cashmere you don't see a lot. It's yeah. around in bits and pieces here and there, but yeah. So what's the story with cashmere? Where's that? Is that New Zealand? Cashmere's American. American. American? Yeah. But it's like a newer hop, isn't it? Am I? Yeah. I'm probably. I could be wrong on that, but I believe it's yeah. a newer hop. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, um, no, it's definitely yeah. new world. It's definitely new world hop. I mean, so what are you? What are you getting out of it? Anything unique from Cashmere? Uh, we we played around with it a bit earlier with the with our white IPA. Mm. So it's really tropical, but it's it's kind of papaya. Um, I get a, you can get a little bit of coconut out of it, like yeah. it was from Sabro. Um, but like a coconut almost. Coconut marshmallow for me, like almost yeah. a, like a vanilla, like like it's like a plump coconut flavor. Yeah, exactly. It's because it's it's still got that sweetness to it, or that yeah. candied kind yeah. of nature to it, um, which you don't get from you know Sabro's obviously the other big coconut hop, yeah. right? So you don't get it from that. Um, yeah, which was in our first version of Day Zero Sabro. Yeah. So. so two years old. What's on for year three? Oh man, 
work, lack of sleep for me, apparently. Uh, Anthony giving me death stairs as I keep throwing him, you know, more and more things that we need to be doing. Um, so this year, this year should be a really big one. We've got we've got more tanks, um, and we're hoping to increase those again. So. The idea is we've still got we've got one extra or two extra smaller tanks uh, and two big tanks. So our core range will be more frequent. We're going to be doing hopefully more limited releases than we did last year, um, and we're launching a couple of interesting series. So uh, 29th of February we've actually got our February event, which is the the first event in our in our little world um, for the calendar, and we're launching our R for Bonehead series at that point in time. So three times a year we'll come together with um, with local artists and try and create uh, a medium or a distribution medium for those guys, obviously can artwork, but also a, um, uh, an, an event space or an exhibition space at the tap room we've got. So first one of those on the 29th of, Bru- 29th of February yep. and we've got a um, we've got a street artist that's coming along and throwing a big mural on our wall cool. that we will, next Feb- it'll only be there for 12 months, next February we'll go over the top of that mural and just keep going, that's cool. the first one. And there'll be a couple of others, we're thinking some more contemporary art and maybe some some visual or performance art down the track, but Sweet. we kind of we're not thinking that far ahead. As I said, we tend to make a lot of this stuff up as we go. So more uh, more blending of art and beer. I like seeing yeah, that. The second one we've had. Yeah, yeah. second one we've had. Well, we, we kind of you know like we you know collaborations in in any space are good fun, right? Yeah. So means we get a we get to have a, a play with some art and they get to have some a play with some beer. Yeah, um, kind of goes back to our. I roots mean, everybody's of, creative, right? Yeah. Like exactly, to be right? a good brewer, you have to be creative. Yeah. I, I mean, Trevor. Trevor and I pretty much met in art class in year 12, so... Yeah. Aww, that's really awesome cute. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that like work out for artist. you guys? Yeah, I'm a great bullshit artist. <laughs> I believe beer is art. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's definitely three parts art and one part science. <laughs> are you at any point of getting at growing your space? You're kind of limited by space there, are you? Uh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. keep finding creative, creative ways to cram more stuff in there. Yeah. Um, we got we got some very uh, very helpful neighbours who help us store a lot of crap during okay. the week that we can't fit in. Yeah, but yeah, expansion is certainly something that's on the horizon for us. Um, obviously, uh, we're going to make make what we've got work at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. See where we go from there. Well, um, you know, we've managed to into that tiny little warehouse. We've managed to cram new fermenters, a canning line, um, and an eighty-person tap room. So, I. And thankfully, as Anne says, like the, the little industrial pocket that we're in at Kensington has got a really community, real community vibe to it as well. So like, we're the only guys in the street with a forklift, but a lot of other people have storage space. So it just it works really, really well. That's awesome. Any more questions from you? No, I'm excited. I like I love this beer. Well, thanks so much. It's really nice. That's awesome. Cheers. That's good. what it's all about, right? That's yeah, nice. that uh, that like coconut marshmallow thing on the end is just intriguing, and it's still dry to the finish, so it's pretty cool. good. Good job, guys. Awesome. Stoked. Can't That's wait fun. to visit your space as well. <laughs> That's yeah. a thumbs up. <laughs> Anything you want to plug or add before we wrap this up? Uh, well, I suppose we can we can talk about the uh, Bushfire Relief charity yeah, that we've yeah. been doing with Local Out. Yeah, over yeah, the yeah. month of January, all proceeds over the bar for our uh, beer Local Out have gone to the CFA. Yeah. Good. And um, next week, hopefully sometime, we're going to do a bit of a collab uh, with a... a yeah, well, I, I guess we can let people know with Blackman's, um, yep. which will be 
what we'll do is we'll, we'll so we'll put that bit together and then we'll push that out to the world uh, from a wholesale perspective. So it'll be around in bars and clubs. We're not having really nailed a name or anything like that. I imagine we'll come up with that today. We're still, we're still playing with the um, style. Yeah, 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 we are. We're brewing it next week. Um, and then we'll also donate 100% of the wholesale proceeds to a, to a fire relief charity as well. So Beautiful. Yeah. Apart from that, yeah, hope everyone's digging our beers and yeah, come on to the tap room and tell us what we're doing right or wrong. Cool. Excellent. Good to hear. Exciting times. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, team. No, thanks for having us. We'll chat soon to find out what year three looks like. Well, after year three. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, we look forward to it. Cheers. Cheers. That was HopQuest. Did you enjoy the beers? I've enjoyed the beers so far. You've got more to go? I have more to go. I'm probably going to wrap up after this one. Yeah. As much as I'd love to stay. Yeah. Any highlights for you so far? Uh, highlights. I mean, the Future Mountain is really good. It was a, uh, like a wit beer, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just really nice, delicate, balanced. I mean, Future Mountain's doing great stuff. I actually really like the, uh, the Bonehead as well. That's tasting really good. Um, pretty much everything so far has been ace. I enjoyed the other side. I think yeah. that might be definitely in my other side and the Blackmans I think yeah uh hmm sorry I was like I, I don't know if I had the Blackmans yet yeah we had a little I just don't remember it Lindsay where do people find you you're gonna have to like refine your um, <laughs> Instagram spelling out yep so I've been thinking about this a lot okay. <laughs> great I was thinking about it on the way over here yeah you can find me at talk beardy to me and Beardy is just spelled B-E-E-R-D-Y. Um, and then, you know, just regular spelling for the rest of the words. That's great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you can get me um, at aleofatime.com uh, and Isle of a Time everywhere. Yep. Uh, and also, if anybody has any complaints, they should contact you, not yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I'll publish them. Yes. Name and shame. Yes. If you complain, we'll name and shame. Yes. Uh, thanks. It was a good time. Thank you, Luke. See ya. Ta.